Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, guys, it's Sally here. And I've been flying about the countryside a little bit today, so a bit late, but it's service accommodation secrets. And today it's all about your setup inventory and planning what you're actually going to put in your apartments when you're setting them up for the very first time and to make sure that you don't actually just go completely mad and go over budget, but also to make sure that you've got a wonderful service department or service accommodation house that has all the finishing distinctive touches that make it unique to you so you're providing brilliant service accommodation for your guests and it just looks fab and not generic and a bit dull or spartan so it's striking a balance and we're all a little bit different in our personalities or we may hire an interior designer to help us as well depends if it's your favourite part of service accommodation or if you're completely new um, you're not going to know whether it's your favourite part or not yet but one thing is for sure that if you don't plan you'll either miss things out or they won't fit in the property or you won't have the right things or you'll go over budget or potentially under budget but in my experience that's unlikely as somebody who quite likes shopping So how do you do this? So the first thing is that you have a process. I've got a method I'm going to share with you, which is actually used quite a lot in business. So you have a process that is based on a specific technique called Moscow, and that just makes sure you've got everything that you want to have and that you need to have in your property. Well, not everything you really want to have, but all the things that are necessary. And the second thing is that you can create a a basic list of this in a spreadsheet and allocate the the level of that. So I'll go through what those levels are. And then the third thing is that you develop this and you detail all your prices, your quantities, whether you're going to lease it, whether you're going to buy it, and you really factor all that in so you know before you go. Uh, Number four is you need to plan your ordering. So say if you're going to set up a new service accommodation unit, you want to make sure that you're going to have that there on time for your property to be live and ready to receive guests and preferably so that you've got time for the photographer to come and take professional photos. Hi AJ by the way, good to see you. And the fifth thing is to manage that ordering. So how do you know whether things have come, whether they're out of stock and all that sort of thing. So there's a whole method of how to do that as well. So let's go into some detail of each of these. There's five steps here to help you. So the first thing as part of your process is to check the actual room sizes of your property. So whether it's an apartment 
whether it's on one floor or two floors or more, whether it's a house, uh, you need to know, you know, what size beds you can fit in bedrooms, for example, and can you still fit, say, a double bed and two bedsides either side of it, or could you fit zip links and split them in the middle? You need to know that things are actually going to fit because the more beds you can get in in a reasonable way, uh, the more guests you're going to be able to have to stay. So that's going to increase your nightly rate and therefore your revenue. But equally, you need to have a room that's big enough for your guests to be able to store things. So you want some kind of storage. Now, it's great if your property has something like built-in wardrobes. So that's really helpful for us because we've got built-in wardrobes in most of ours, almost all of our rooms. And if you don't have a built-in wardrobe, what kind of wardrobe could you fit in there? Could you fit a slim single wardrobe? So the one room where we can't do that, we've got a slim single wardrobe that has a full-length mirror. So it doubles as a mirror. And so you can be a bit clever about that sort of thing. And you may be doing all this yourself or you may bring a professional on board. So obviously it's not just about the sizes, but it's about the whole styling, the whole look, whether you're high end, mid range or low end, you know, for contractors, it all depends. So you're going to have to have decided all of those things ahead of time. But what you're going to do is have a, a range of items that you know you're going to need. So you're likely to have a fitted kitchen. Uh, you're still gonna want a dining table with enough chairs for people to sit around. You're going to need um, enough things like your cutlery. So you want to have a fully equipped kitchen so that people can, you know, just make cups of tea and coffee or make full-blown meal, whatever they like. Hi there, Sam. And so, you know, you need to have all that factored in and in the bathroom, you just need a few accessories, but people need somewhere to put things down. They need a bin, all that kind of stuff. A few nice touches as well. But you're going to have to decide essentially what you're going to put in your property. I just got a cup of tea, which is rather fabulous. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> and so that's the really important thing. You're going to have to decide what level of finish you want to have so having decided this and if you're managing it yourself a brilliant thing to do is to um, get room uh, you know a floor plan done so you can look at say in the living room can you fit a sofa bed so we have for example one one bed apartment that is a bit smaller so i'm just putting my tea down one one bedroom apartment that's a bit smaller than the other two and therefore it can only fit a double sofa which is a double sofa bed but in our other two the living room's a bit bigger so we can fit a chaise sofa bed so that's nice because it's a bit more seating area when you've got more guests in the property because it's nice for people to be able to spread out and uh, you know have they got room for an occasional chair as well what kind of TV unit are you going to have because you're going to have to have a smart TV um, are you going to have room for a work area if you're looking at corporate guests so all of these things um, as a tip by the way with the corporate guests we actually have a dressing table in every bedroom that's large enough that has a 
an easily removable mirror which has got a really sturdy base so it can just literally be lifted off it's actually really quite a nice desk area so that's really good this is an extra thing so you're going to arrive at a list per room think it through what you're really going to need because you want to balance what's really useful for the guest with your spend on this and also you don't want a property to look really cluttered with loads of furniture you don't want to cram it all in you want to have a feeling of space in there as well but as i mentioned you know if you can fit a sofa bed i'd say that's pretty much essential because in an apartment that perhaps could only fit two people in a large bedroom with, with zip links then in the living room you're going to have a sofa bed that can fit two people who are happy to share obviously or one person if that's not the case and so you really maximize your occupancy there so the second point is once you've got this list together is make a very detailed spreadsheet and you'll have your basic items but then you'll choose the actual things that you like so have a short list of the different suppliers that you like so for example there's fusion furniture solutions which we've used but we've also had quotes from other people so let us furnish and um what are they called sublime they are really good too beautiful furniture and that's actually um something that you can lease as well so that's the next thing to think about in number three but while we're still on the spreadsheet in the beginning, fill in a detailed spreadsheet and then you go through this whole process of the Moscow technique. So this is used in business a lot. And the first thing is M is for must have. So these items that are must have, if you don't have them, then your business won't work. Um, you know, you, you absolutely have to have beds. You absolutely have to have a sofa. So you have to have those things. They must be in there. They must be on your list. If there isn't a wardrobe, there absolutely must be a chest of drawers. People have to have somewhere to put their clothes. Okay, so you really need to work through what's absolutely vital and you couldn't have your property operating as SA without it. And the next thing is the should have. So should have are things that are really important. But say if you were about to go live or about to have your official photographer come and there were some things that you should have in your property, um, then could you go live? Yes, you could. So you'd rather you had them, but it's not a showstopper if you don't have them. So you'd rather have... Uh, let's think of examples you'd rather have um lamps on your bedside tables but it's not a showstopper if you don't for example i would always make sure you've got lampshades on your bare bulbs because it just looks nice but you know something like that but whereas if you don't have beds obviously you can't so there are some things that are obvious and some things that are a little bit of a gray area so as long as um you can get the should haves in and it's within budget then have those if you can, you know. So the next thing is the could-haves. Now, these things are desirable, but they're not actually necessary. So they're nice-to-haves. They're things that you'd rather have in your property. But if you don't have them, it's not the end of the world. Now, if it's really important to you to have a certain look for your property... Hi, Debbie, by the way. Hope you're well. 
then your finishing touches that are your brand are actually should haves and you could say must haves but you know it depends on the level of importance for you because if you go live and say you've got no ornaments you've got no um, quirks that make it your style of service accommodation it's your decision whether there should haves or could haves but it helps you decide on the level of importance and it's all to do with budgeting and also the timing sometimes you may need to go live with the unit and you just haven't got time for a certain order to come in if something was out of stock say for example but if it's your sofa say you know you're gonna have to have that and the last thing uh, that moscow is won't have so these might be things the won't have will be things you've thought of initially that you wanted to have and then maybe they've become the could haves but actually they're not cost effective and they're not really necessary so you don't really need them so an example of that might be a coffee machine so it may really be that you just need a cafetiere and a kettle and that's good enough hi there paula how are you doing well and so you know that's the kind of thing because with the sh with the could haves if they make your property that much better and they're not going to really eat into your budget then it's really worth doing them whereas you know won't have things that you think actually the benefit of that is outweighed by the cost and is not going to give enough value to the guests to actually implement that so all these things really help you decide on the level of importance of the things that you're going to have in your SA property hiya hope you're doing well so that was number two and that hopefully that just helps you arrive at things that you really do need to have and then number three is to develop this into the things that you are definitely going to buy and things that you could potentially lease so furniture it could be a better plan to have a lease on that uh, so we have a lease on our furniture that's for three years at the end of that we can decide what to do whether we want to pay an, an extra month and keep it or whether we, we want to start again and it's obviously a bit like well in fact to interrupt myself with the electricals we do exactly the same thing we're leasing those for three years technology will have marched on and we can have you know newer better tvs after three years and i was going to say a bit like it was always commonplace to rent your tv whereas as consumers for ourselves we tend to buy them at the moment but the idea behind renting them before was because the technology changed and then it was worthwhile just sort of trading them in for the latest greatest so the good thing about the lease as well is that uh, it's a monthly outgoing and expense whereas if you buy all of your furniture it's a large capital expense in the beginning of your setup also um, you know some companies are going to um, deliver to you so rather than buying from a furniture store or ikea for example um, other furniture stores are available clearly um, then somewhere like Fusion or Sublime, you know, you're going to get a service where the guys come and deliver and install, which can mean carrying upstairs, getting rid of all the rubbish, setting stuff up, seeing if there are any issues straight away. And you can get a fully equipped kitchen, which having um, two daughters who are at uni, um, yeah, getting all those sorts of things for them, which is on a lesser scale than an SA unit, it's a lot to do. And, you know, if you can get the whole pack together, it has a really good unified look in all of your properties 
saves you a lot of a headache as well. And you get brilliant service from these people usually as well and really helpful and have lots of ideas and you can mix and match different types of furniture, furnishings and so forth. You don't have to go with a set kind of setup that they offer you. So you'll have your budget at this point. You'll know what you're spending on things like your furniture. You also have things like your curtains. You'll have things like your cushions, ornaments, all of your um, tableware, cookware, everything that you need in the kitchen, uh, toasters, microwaves, all that sort of thing, because you don't usually get those unless you've got a furnished property that you're going into. Then in the bedroom, you want throws, cushions, hair dryer, all these sorts of things. And then you can actually have a definite figure for these items. There are other things, health and safety considerations. So if your furnishings are up to crib five, definitely for uh, commercial use, that's really good because you know that your, your guests are protected if there are any um, incidents like fire. So you need to look into those things. So you can have a final figure of what you actually need to buy and what you've got to put forward as um, the initial amount for a lease and then your ongoing monthly amounts if you're going to do that. So that's your number three. And then your number four, you're going to actually be ordering things and planning the delivery. So best thing to do if you can is get them to delivered to your actual SA unit. I wouldn't get them delivered to any other addresses if you could possibly avoid it. Uh, we had to get our first three apartments contents delivered to our house because they were brand new and they weren't finished and that was a palaver so if you can actually get them delivered to your property I would strongly recommend you do that even if it means that you've got to uh, camp out there and do work there for a while not camp out literally but you can be there with your laptop doing stuff or try and get um, your delivery times in a short window of an hour or something or get somebody else to wait there for you um, and setting up is a whole nother thing, but I'll come to that on another, another live and podcast. But really important to plan your delivery and think about your key dates. So when you want to go live, so it's from when you're going to get the property, you can receive items at the property. And then when you're going to have your photographs done and then when you're going to actually go live, then you need to work back from that to make sure you've got all of your items there in time. Hi there, Craig, good to see you. Hope you're really well. So you need to really be planning these things. And I found the spreadsheet amazing. And I don't think I said, but you might have guessed that my husband Pete designed my inventory spreadsheet for our setup and then ongoing, because you end up with an inventory that can be checked and if replacements are needed later, that's brilliant. And we had a status or we have a status on this spreadsheet. So things like bought and received, um, that's part way through actually. So the first thing would be selected and then it would be bought um, awaiting delivery or bought awaiting collection or bought and received or bought missing from order, um, incomplete, out of stock, um, on-site needs installing cancelled order or installed and all these sorts of things and that really helps you to track where everything is and what you need to chase and what's missing so that you've got everything there at the right point so number four really that is really planning how everything gets there and when 
and then managing that ordering on the spreadsheet and so really i've gone into a lot of detail of that but that was really number five so just so that you've got that schedule ahead of time and you could just see what's what's going on because sometimes you can get an order and there'll be two or three things not there it is helpful paula it is really helpful because we found certain things were missing and then we had to change plans so you need to have a bit of contingency in there but i have to say i really love the setup bit and so it was essential for me to have this kind of spreadsheet and so that's the thing ongoing you can use this as your inventory for your property so you know what's in it you know if something's gone missing um where it might have gone so between which guests stay or whether it was broken things might need replacing because they get broken or damaged or just different things happen things get spoiled or something like that um so you just know what you've actually got in your property and then guess what that means you've got it for next time so if you're setting up some apartments initially or one apartment initially then when you go to the next one then you'll be able to use it later to say well i really like that but i want to change my looks therefore i'm going to you know change the range of throws i use they're going to be neutral colors and not purple or something like that and then you can literally just adjust that in your spreadsheet replace that item and you'll see the cost comparison yeah it's awesome paula to use it for your in inventory ongoing and it also just keeps a hold of the expenses there and it really just helps you manage what you're doing and i, I do love this bit and i would have spent a huge amount more money if i didn't have this i have to admit because um, it's brilliant fun setting up. I absolutely love it. And I think I'm going to have to go into another live and another podcast all about how you set up and, and getting assistance with that with your team. But I'm just going to summarise now um, what I've suggested. And uh, what I'm going to do as well is um, probably in my Facebook group, I'll invite people to comment. And also if anyone's not reviewed my podcast yet, if people can show me that they've reviewed my podcast um, as a 24-hour a offer. I'm going to be offering out our spreadsheet just for people who do that because it's it's an amazing thing. Pete is the spreadsheet king, has to be said. And it just is really useful to have those different elements all tied together. So the first thing is having a process, making sure what you actually want to furnish your property with, what's going to fit, what look you want to have. So have your basic list. So number two, get that list into your spreadsheet. Go through the Moscow process. So that's what you must have, what you should have, what you could have. And what's the last one? What you won't have. <laughs> and so you can really decide and pin down what's really important. Then you can develop this, number three, into your final prices, quantities, whether you're going to lease it or buy it. At number four, you're ordering, you're planning, your key dates working to your date when you go live. And number five, managing all those orders coming in. Have you ordered it? Is it out of stock? Is it ready to install? Have you got it all installed? Are you ready for that photographer to come and take amazing pictures of your fantastic SA unit? And so that's how it works. And the thing is that these things are, often seem like they'd be really straightforward, but you're always going to have glitches. And I think something like this just helps you manage those things so that you have contingency, you know how long you've got, you know how many of something you need. And when you first 
set up I say you may slightly overestimate or underestimate things but at least you've got a starting point and then next time you can go back to that tweak it you can get advice from people see what's working for them because we all do things slightly different ways and it depends how many you know rooms you've got in your property how long the stays are what kind of expectation you have for your guests are you high-end mid-end and low-end so all of those things but it's all really good fun this bit so I do like it but it's just putting a bit of order in there so thanks for watching guys thanks for listening and I hope that was really useful and I look forward to seeing you soon okay take care guys sharing the secrets of success